It's time we shift our perspective on business and life and see that our businesses are the means to us living life first. Welcome to the Zero Wasted Days podcast. Reinventing the way we go about our days as entrepreneurs, the Zero Wasted Days podcast is designed for dream makers and action takers, and also those who value going slow and savoring the moments in between. This is the essence of living a Zero Wasted Days life. I'm your host, Suzanne Acteson, a former C-level executive turned seven-figure serial entrepreneur. I'm a transformational business coach, and I adore helping women entrepreneurs merge strategy, feminine energetics, and embodiment to create outside-the-box business solutions to your biggest challenges. In each episode of this podcast, I'm going to share how we can redefine how we do business and learn how it can be the means to us living life first. I will share interviews with inspiring people who can help you see how worthwhile it is to keep pursuing your dreams, who are gonna share heartfelt stories that I know that you're gonna relate to, and will give you ideas and strategies to keep going after your own biggest dreams. I hope you find value and inspiration here that will keep you coming back each and every week. I have some incredible guests signed up as well as some solo episodes planned. So let's get into this week's episode. Hi, and welcome back to episode two of the Zero Wasted Days podcast. Today, I'm going to be taking you through a little bit more of my story and I guess my own Zero Wasted Days journey. So I'm going to go back in my history and back to 1994. Now, it seems like it's a long time ago, and it actually is. But when I was in high school, I had the opportunity to go to Italy. And so this was one of these student exchange programs and I put my hand up and I was like, yep, that sounds like me. I'd seen other people in previous years go on these adventures and I said, this is exactly what I want to do. So this was really my first major adventure on my own. And it really lit a fire in me. And it was really at this time when I was 15 that I discovered how travel and adventure made me feel. I also, you know, had the opportunity to really flex my courage muscle uh, in going on my own completely. And I was also given the opportunity to learn a third language. So I went through the Canadian public system where you have the opportunity to learn French. And so I had already been learning French. And so here was the opportunity for me to learn a third language and invariably, which is kind of interesting and all of these things and all of these insights and kind of reflections I've only made kind of as an adult, but I can now see how that invariably sowed some really important seeds for our own personal future adventures and desires to come to France when learning a language was a really important part of that initial kind of adventure for us. And I always say that my trip to Italy when I was 15 really was kind of the making of me. But I think when I, um, when I think more about it, I think it was that it was just a really powerful experience in my early life that would really prove to be instrumental in who I would become that I guess I now look back on with such fondness and really the kind of the first opportunity for me to find my own wings. So in, I'm going to now fast forward, that was my first kind of foray into what I can see now as an adult, very kind of fundamental to me in seeing that I could actually craft my own life. And that's why I feel like it's really important to kind of put that pin down 
to when I was 15 years old and how some of those fundamental ways of being and flapping my own wings from a very young age were instrumental in creating my values that I wouldn't discover until I was a little bit older. So we're going to fast forward now to 2001, and I was actually engaged to be married, living in Toronto, living a very kind of white picket life, as I like to call it, in the outskirts of Toronto, doing the one and a half hour commute to and from downtown Toronto each day. When one day my fiance at the time came home from a night out with his best friend and the day after we had sent our wedding invitations out to declare that he didn't love me anymore and there would be no wedding. Heartbroken. <laughs> a sucker punch to the gut, yes, but a really big reality check as well. You know, we had become, and again, a lot of this is not seen in the moment, but is something that I have been able to reflect on as I've looked at my past and really thought about this in more detail, we'd really become best friends. And already at 20, the age of 25, somewhat lost the spark. And the white picket life was, wasn't really what I truly desired when I had the, this opportunity to kind of reflect back. We'd spoken together uh, about going to Australia in the year prior, but a dream job for him kept us in Canada. And now that Lonely Planet book gathered dust on the shelf until this moment. So forever the optimist, this is one of my values, being an optimist, I was whisked up by my big sister, Stephanie, and while nursing tears and a lot of disappointment for my future that had now forever changed, I said, I'm going to Australia. Sure, it may have been at the time my kind of fight or flight response, but it was far, it was far away, and it was an adventure and I was going. So within a few months, my beautiful friend Erin and I were on a flight to spend a month in Australia. And it was on that trip when I met Rob, my current husband, on a boat on the Great Barrier Reef, and a new spark was lit. I knew instantly that a month in Australia was never going to be enough. So I returned back to Canada and prepped my parents with a few I'm going to go back to Australia emails. And when I landed at Christmas in 2001, my dad said, what's his name? Knowing full well that the speed at which I was returning back to Australia only meant that there was a man involved. <laughs> and I was back on January 26th in Australia with my work holiday visa in hand. Now, my initial desire was very much to do the single girl thing and get my own apartment, but that was quickly thwarted when Rob suggested I come stay at his house for a few days while I got settled. The space that he'd made in his closet stayed my space and I never moved out. So now fast forward from 2001 up to 2012. My year-long visa had obviously come and gone, and I had decided to stay in Australia, which kind of extended to two years, to five years, to 10 years, uh, then a wedding, and our first baby boy, Spencer, then number two, Oliver. And at the same time, I was also working my way through, uh, and I guess up the rungs at the advertising agency I was working at, where I was hired as my first job. So by this time in 2012, I am the managing director of the agency and feeling really kind of pulled in all of the directions as you know a mom uh, with a small family and being in a very male dominated agency. I don't know if you've seen Mad Men, but it's pretty stereotypical. <laughs> and I had desires at the time to kind of head off on my own and venture off as an entrepreneur. 
I really loved my job and the opportunities it gave me, but I always felt like that I was compromising my life so much in pursuit of the next rung on my corporate ladder. I really felt called to reach out at the time to someone who could help me kind of negotiate this and navigate how I was feeling and whether or not I should come or go or leave the agency or, or, or what I should do. And so this was my first foray into actually reaching out to a coach. And I really wanted someone to help me navigate these kind of career and life challenges. And so I reached out to this life coach, Shauna Kennedy, and this was the start for me to living a more values-centric life. Actually, working out for the first time what my values were was really, really eye-opening and really enabled me to realize I wasn't actually always living in my values. I started prioritizing things better personally with her help and working on my own self-development journey. I was uh, first introduced to like meditations and affirmations with Louise Hay and really, you know, all of this kind of started to become a part of me realizing the power of my mind and my energy and also manifestation, all of which I realize now in hindsight, but I didn't realize it at the time. So we're going to fast forward again another few years to 2015. I had now left the agency the, the year prior and had built my own retail concept store and online brand that was growing really well and we were turning over multi six figures. It was a really much loved business and brand and I really prided myself in all that I had created and I felt really passionate about growing the business through a potential franchise model. My husband had also built a sizable property business at the same time that I was able to support while I was actually working at the agency. So when I went and ventured off on my own, he supported me while I built mine. We also at the same time bought a lot of property. We built a beach house. We ran a property management and holiday side hustle. We renovated five homes in the span of five years, moved out about 10 times from apartments to homes. It was busy, as you can see. And we were running a mile a minute, which was, is a complete understatement. We were creating what we knew as, or felt that we were creating as being successful. But what we didn't have our finger on was the disconnection we were starting to feel about our life. Our businesses ruled us and they were absolutely the priority and our life came second. So with the birth of my third son, Charlie, in 2015, we slowed down for the first time in a long time. I was able to take a couple of months to recharge and in the calm and quiet of having a newborn, yes, that was actually calm and quiet for me compared to the pace that I normally ran, and the two older boys off at school, I started wondering and questioning what we were doing. We together, Rob and I, kind of started reigniting a conversation and a dream that we'd had since we visited France in 2006. And that was about moving to France for an adventure, for the kids to learn a language and to be closer to family for a while. We also saw this as a really conscious and intentional unplugging from all the chaos that we had kind of created. And a fresh start for me felt really, really refreshing, despite what we needed to do to unravel it all in Melbourne. So within a year, we'd made the decision, and another year after that, in June 2017, we were on a plane with our seven suitcases and our three boys on the way to France. So as you can see, at the many turns throughout my life, I've had to pivot 
and transition. And when I look back and I reflect on my life, at each and every step along the way, I've always come back to asking myself, what is going to serve me and help me to support the life that I truly desire? I always had this vision of a certain life that I truly desired. And at each point, I would pivot and I would have a think and look in the new direction and think about whether or not what I was doing was serving that place that I wanted to be. And this is really the zero wasted days way, you know, showing up in your values and grounded in your inner knowing and making decisions from that internal heart centered place. So my breakup back in 2001 After that, I came back to my values. I acted from my heart center and I followed my dream and desire to go to Australia. Despite the fear and the sadness and not knowing what was going to come, I trusted 100% that I would find my way and my path would lead me to abundance and to my dreams. I had to live with zero wasted days and redesign my life as I had seen it. In 2012, when I was at the bottom of my mountain, as my coach described, feeling really depleted in this testosterone-fueled world I was working in, I came back to me at my core, my values, who I wanted to show up as, what I wanted to prioritize and to reconnect with as a way of living wholly. I had to continue to create and craft the life that I desired, surround myself with those that would lift me and once again, reconnect to how I would move forward. From 2015 to 2017, when we were transitioning from Australia to France, again, we had to come back to our values. My values of travel and adventure were at the core of this decision, the desire to find our joy again and reconnect to that, the optimism that we had to embody to trust that it would work out. True to believing that we have zero wasted days, we set out to change our life completely in pursuit of our own internal happiness. So over the past six years, as I've once again rewritten my story and started fresh again with a blank slate, I've done so very intentionally and rooted very much in my values. You know, I considered over the first couple of years what I believed were the factors to that led me to my first quote-unquote successes and also what wasn't working for me personally. And I sought very intentionally to completely change the way I operated in my business and in my life. And as I have described before, I set out to live life first, business second. So what this has resulted in is a complete energetic alignment that feels heart-centered, it feels authentic, and from which I operate every single day. You know, learning about and practicing life-first embodiment has helped me operate at this frequency that really helps me attract what I want into my life and my business. And practicing these joy-producing activities as a priority raises my vibration to that of my desires and, in turn, helps me build an authentic, me-focused strategy in my business. So you've heard me talk about my feminine strategy, and my feminine strategy is one where my energetic awareness and my practices support my strategy that will help me go after my even bigger dreams and help me believe and trust 100% in where I'm going and what I'm doing. 
So yet again, this year, as I record these first episodes to this podcast and take a leap into the fear of showing up in a completely new way, I am actively dismantling my business as I have known it and facing my future with zero wasted days. I am completely shifting and changing my business. So it is one that fuels me and that I thrive within. And we all have the capability to do this. There is no one way to do this. There is no cookie cutter, one way approach to building your business. And if it is moving in a direction that you're not 100% happy with, then you have the power and the ability to make those changes and pivot and transition and call in the new way and the way that will bring you towards your future desires. And so living a life with zero wasted days has been my way since I've started creating my life as an adult. And it's very much been about pivoting and shifting when times have been tough, going back to my values and moving forward to create what I saw as my best life. So equally, as I've done in the past six years, I've also been really learning and working on living where my feet are at. And whilst having big dreams and aspirations, you know, not wasting a single day for wanting something I don't have. I've had to really learn and am still always working on appreciating and feeling gratitude for this beautiful life that I've created around me. So living in France has really helped guide me in this way and is such a culture rich in savoring and appreciating and going slow that has really helped me on this journey. Now, I hope that this episode has given you a glimpse into my story and my life and what it has meant to me to live with zero wasted days. I can't wait to have you back here for the next episode and truly appreciate you reviewing, rating, and sharing my podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Zero Wasted Days podcast. I truly hope you found it to be valuable and inspirational as you work to create a life by your own design. I would love you to rate and review this episode to let everyone else know about it and help me share this important message with the world. All you need to do is screen grab your review, share it on socials, and tag me in to win a $100 Airbnb voucher that I'll be giving away every single month.